Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. As I'm Parks Advantage, joining us today. Always love chatting with him. Uh, he is an attorney. He is an attorney that really focuses on uh, labor law. That is that is his, uh, his uh, field of interest, and uh, we love having him on, getting real stories about what really happens out there when it comes to all things law. Uh, Hassan, welcome back to the program. Real quickly, a little more about yourself and your firm, as well as the best website for more information. Sure. Yeah, uh, I'm a I'm originally a, a human resources person. Uh, that's what I studied in, in undergrad, and and went on to law school and uh, became an employment lawyer. And so, uh, and I primarily actually represent individuals nowadays. So I, I try to try to have you know the ultimate perspective of viewing it from all sides, from the HR side, from the defense side, and from the individual side. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Talk a little bit about our topic today. I thought this was really timely. I love case studies. I like uh, what happens in the world world, and, and from the feedback I get back from listeners, they enjoy that as well. Set the stage for us. Sure, sure. So you know, after after many many years of, of of not being able to try cases because during the pandemic, uh, the courts uh, in in Houston uh, were particularly uh, backlogged. You know, for a long time, uh, you you couldn't convene a jury to to even have a trial. Uh, the wheels of justice, uh, you know, began turning again uh, uh, these these past few years. And I hadn't, I hadn't tried a case in a while, uh, to, to be honest with you, outside of uh, cases in Justice of the Peace Court. And, uh, and I ended up uh, in, in two trials that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to you about. The first one was, was, a, was an interesting one. It was a, it was a two plaintiffs, primarily sexual harassment case. Uh, the two plaintiffs had, had worked for the company for only a, a relatively brief period of time, a month or two, well, two months to be precise. But, uh, but the, the owner of the company uh, seemed to take a liking to, uh, to, to one, of the, uh, one of the employees and seemed to try to, try to make some, some, uh, some unwanted advances. Nothing, nothing, uh, nothing, nothing like that. Yeah. 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 Nothing extremely scandalous, you know, nothing, nothing that, you know, would, would, would trigger a newspaper article or anything to that effect. But, uh, but, uh, but ultimately he, he, he did, he did make some advances. And I think the, the key to victory in that particular trial and we, he made advances on one employee, but we had another employee who also kind of helped her to complain about the sexual harassment, the one who was harassed. And also, both of them also made some wage complaints together. And, uh, and I think really the key to, to winning the trial actually happened way before the trial. I, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure exactly what the reason was or what he was advised or, or if he was prepped for his deposition. But, you know, I took, I took his deposition before trial, which is, uh, you know, just in a conference room in front of a court reporter. 
sworn sworn testimony and and the whole purpose of a deposition is to lock someone in for trial so they can't change their testimony and yeah. the the alleged harasser uh answered i don't recall so a lot of questions that i asked related to the harassment and at trial he he tried to say, oh, well, I was just nervous. This was the first time I've ever been in a deposition. I didn't know that, that you know, that, that these I don't recalls would be used against me. My way, me saying I don't recall actually meant no. And, uh, and, and I was very happy uh, that the jury did not believe him <laughs> on, <laughs> on that. Yeah, the but, more uh, I don't recall, the more is interpreted in the way the uh, defendant least likes it to be uh, interpreted. Is, is what well, I see. Well, and and I mean, it, and the other thing is, is right when you say I don't recall in sworn testimony, you open the door for somebody else who recalls my my witness, right, to come up there and say. I do recall, and this is what happened, and maybe he doesn't remember, but I do recall, right? And yeah. so, so in that in that in that situation, you know, I don't recall uh, is not is not a, a great answer. So, yeah. uh, you, so the jury actually deliberated for it was a jury trial. The jury deliberated for for two or three uh, hours, uh, which which made me uh, well. Generally, if the jury doesn't deliberate for very long, uh, it indicates that they're likely not going to deliver a verdict in the plaintiff's favor because it's, it, it's the easiest thing to just say no, 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 no to everything that the plaintiff wants, right? But if a jury deliberates for a long time, it would indicate that they, uh, they probably are talking amongst themselves about what the damages are going to be for the harm that occurred, right? Mm-hmm. And yes. and so so the jury deliberated and and they awarded uh, I thought I thought a decent award it was uh, uh, all in all uh, basically in a nutshell and they did award punitive damages not a, a a hugely significant sum but they did award them to their to their credit and they basically awarded uh, about about forty thousand dollars to my first plaintiff who, who was harassed. Um, to the second plaintiff who had kind of helped her out about, about $30,000. And then as attorney's fees, another, uh, another like $35,000 roughly. Yeah. Well, that, uh, that is a work well done and, and great for, you know, there's that, that larger message that it sends to the larger culture and to employers out there, you know, that they really need to be careful. And I don't mean in, in trying to get away with stuff, but just having appropriate boundaries. Yes, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, I think I think I think it was a it was a good message, and and ultimately, in in employment cases, you know, you measure you measure your results against what the actual wage damages were. So those though these ladies, you know, waited five years uh, for you know for justice, uh, you know, unfortunately. Um, it, 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 it was, it was, it was measurably, you know, good in comparison to their, to their actual wage losses and, uh, and, and, and somewhat fortuitously for them too, the law, 
the law gives them interest on top of the uh, award. And because interest rates are a little bit higher, the interest was, especially when you aggregated over five years, wasn't too bad. Yeah, for for the uh, plaintiff. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, let's talk real quickly about the second one. We're we'll, we're going to be playing beat the clock here in a couple of minutes. Sure, sure, sure. So uh, the second case was, in the end, turned out to be primarily a defamation case, and uh, you know, I, I, there were other claims that we brought, but basically, it it it, it was a little bit more of an employment adjacent matter than an employment matter um, because my, my client works as an independent contractor salesperson for an insurance agency. And then, uh, you know, he decided to, to, to build his own insurance agency. And he, and he had, he had told them that that was, that was his, that was his game plan from the start. And, uh, and when he did, uh, in a nutshell, uh, they, uh, you know the the owners of of the agency that he had worked for in the past uh, sent uh, copied and pasted the same defamatory email and sent it to many contacts in the insurance industry. And they also they also did send some communications that were uh, defamatory to his clients, although not as defamatory as the ones that they sent to uh, the contacts in the industry. And uh, and ultimately, on this particular case, this was a bench trial. So, so it was just a judge uh, deciding the matter, um, which was interesting because I think once the judge read the emails, I think her mind was pretty made up as to what she was going to do. And, and, and she even told us at the end of day one, hey, I can read. You know, <laughs> I, 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 I already have my mind made up you know, on, 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 on some of these things. Just the emails, uh, the, the smoking guns, the many smoking guns. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, the, <laughs> the emails, to the most part, were, were copy and paste. So, so it was basically the same email over and over again. Sure. Um, and, and so, uh, you know, uh, uh, she ultimately uh, ended up uh, ruling uh, in, in, in our favor on the, on the defamation. Um, and uh, ultimately uh, awarded uh, $140,000 of damages and $140,000 of, of uh, punitive damages. And then there were some uh, commissions that my client was owed for his last month of employment uh, as well, and she, she awarded that. And uh, another, uh, in, in the state of Texas, you can recover attorney's fees on breach of contract so she also awarded another uh, another fifteen thousand dollars for uh, for the attorney's fees. So ultimately, we ended up with a with a judgment once the interest was added in. Again, interest is at a reasonably good clip uh, of uh, three hundred and fifty five thousand dollars. Yeah, yes, that's very good. And you know what I, I like about this, and, and unfortunately we're running out of time. I'm going to have to let you wrap it up in just a minute. But what I like about this, Assam, is that uh, you know people talk about 
I guess you could say curtailing free speech uh, because there is no recourse. Well, this is proof positive there is recourse that you can, uh, you know, uh, fight back. And, um, you know, it's that recourse isn't as available as I'd like it to be, uh, but it sure reminds us that there are ways short of uh, undermining free speech, which we're hearing so much from. And, of course, this case is different from what you get with the media, but there are parallels when, when there's media cases. And so I think it's a great story. I really, I'm really glad to share it. Got a couple of minutes left. Final thoughts? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I really, I, I do think the defamation is an interesting area and it's an interesting, uh, you know, topic that, that has come up more and more often in the news. Obviously, you uh, more recently, you've got the, uh, the, Trump, the, the Trump defamation trial with uh, Gene Carroll. You've got uh, Giuliani uh, in, in big trouble in, uh, in Atlanta, if I'm not mistaken, on, on defamation cases. And then, I, you know, Forget forget the politicians. The most the the most famous defamation case of all, in my opinion, is uh, Johnny Depp v. Amber Heard. Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> so bucking, bucking a trend in the Me Too uh, culture. Um, <laughs> that was a really interesting, very very interesting case. She was such an unlikable defendant, though. Or, or, or yeah, defendant. She was so unlikable. Uh, you know, which isn't fair, but. You know, it's like she did everything she could to undermine her ability to win that <laughs> for what I've seen. So, yes, it's very interesting time, very interesting stories that I think uh, people should look at. And are you, are you expecting more of those kind of things to happen literally with about a minute, two minutes left, Max? Well, you know, this was this was my first ever defamation case. You know, it, it's not common, and, and because it was employment adjacent, I had taken it on, but... But I am I am actually kind of looking for more of these uh, business defamation cases, uh, you know, as a result of of, of what has occurred uh, in this one. Um, you know, it's it's a it's a it's a relatively fun area, and if if the comments are written already, yeah. right? Uh, it you know it, it it's like it's already proven. You know, it, it's a it's easier than uh, it, I mean I won't say easier, but it has it has it's multifaceted, but 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 the proof is already there, unlike always the case in discrimination or retaliation cases. Oh yeah, yeah. It's much more ob- the proof is much more objective, right? Whereas Correct. a lot in, in the other cases are much more subjective, and you got to do a lot more convincing. And it comes down to the sentiment of the people who sit on that panel. So yeah, the, uh, very interesting, very interesting. Always I love getting windows into the work of our experts, and, and uh, these were very uh, two very interesting ones. Hassan Parsavan, love having you on this program. Parsfirm.com is his best website to get more information, and look forward to our next chat. All right. Look forward to it, too. Take care. We will talk soon. You bet. I am Kevin Price. This is the nationally syndicated Price of Business show. Stay tuned for more after this.